Good afternoon. It's August 12, 2022, and this is To My Liberal Friends. How many of you are eager to pay more in taxes? Come on now, raise your hands. My guess is not many of you want to pay more in taxes, but if you want to pay more in taxes, I suggest you rally support for Democrats in the midterm elections. If you ask why I would say that, I simply refer you to a statement made by Congressman Richard Neal, a Democrat from Massachusetts, who is the chair, current chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, and that's the committee that decides what the tax rates will be in any new legislation. According to reports, Congressman Neal said if Democrats retain the power of the majority in the House, he would look to raise corporate and individual tax rates in 2023. Of course, Democrats will then say they will honor Joe Biden's statement that they won't raise taxes on anyone making less than 400000 But if you look closely at what they've done so far, you'll find that statement's a bit fictitious. The so-called, quote, Inflation Reduction Act, end quote, authorizes the IRS to hire an additional 87,000 people with the sole purpose of increasing the number of taxpayers that are audited. Since the current auditors are focused on high earners, where will the new auditors focus? Of course, they'll be looking at millions of people who currently earn less than 400000 Many of them will be small business owners, and the bulk of them will be operating as an S-Corp or LLC. Now, we've heard Biden and his fellow Democrats parrot this line about not increasing taxes on anyone making less than 400000 It was the opening salvo of Biden's economic message and plan. But eventually, you cannot squeeze any more out of the high earners, so you have to set your sights lower to meet the projected revenue increases, including in that Inflation Reduction Act. To bring this into perspective, I would cite an interview on the CNBC show Squawk Box. White House economic advisor Jared Bernstein was asked these very questions, particularly who these additional 87,000 IRS employees would focus their attention. The host, Brian Sullivan, asked Bernstein, quote, I want to be clear, if the president, if the president is guaranteeing nobody making under 400,000 will be audited by the new agents, end quote. No, 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 that's not what I said, Bernstein responded. Nobody making under 400000 will pay higher taxes under the Inflation Reduction Act. Quote, if they're willing to, if they're doubling the size of the IRS, then who are they going to go after? Asked Sullivan. And he mentioned small businesses. This is pure doublespeak by Bernstein. He does not want to admit that the target of these new orders has to be middle-income people and small business owners. But he repeats the talking point of the administration that nobody earning less than 400000 will pay more in taxes. How many of you believe him or Joe Biden when they say those words? According to the Joint Committee on Taxation, Americans making less than $10,000 per year would see a 0.3% tax hike starting in 2023. Overall, starting in 2023, taxes would increase by $16.7 billion for Americans earning less than $200,000. The Joint Tax Committee is supposedly a nonpartisan committee in the Congress that reviews all tax bills. In my experience, they're normally on the mark. When Congress passed the 2017 tax bill, the JCT estimated that about 84% of tax filers would file using the short form claiming the expanded standard deduction. That number was 25,900 for couples filing jointly in 2021. That means if you have less than 25,000 itemized deductions, it's to your advantage to take the standard deduction. And if you're over the age of 65, like my wife and I, you can add another 2,800, bring your standard deduction to a total of 28,700. And according to the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center, a more liberal group, they estimate 90% of households will take the standard deduction, even higher than what JCT estimated. This number fluctuates, but I'll stick with JCT and say close to 85% will claim the standard deduction. Not much to audit on those returns, they're pretty straightforward. 
That brings us back to who those additional workers will be focused on. If we assume that the current staff are focused on high earners that file returns claiming deductions on what's known as a Schedule A, then I will also assume they remain focused on that group. So the new hires have to be focused on a new group of taxpayers. Since there is very little to audit or examine on filers claiming the standard deduction, that leaves the obvious group. I'm talking about small business owners, the majority of them earning less than 400000 So much for the continued claim that nobody making less than 400000 will pay more in taxes. Now, if you've been paying attention, you've seen Democrats say things like pass-through earnings. What, this, what they're referring to in tax speak, when you talk about small businessmen who operate as a S-Corp or C LLC, and after taking the appropriate business deductions, passes the profit to him as his earnings and then puts that amount on his personal income tax form. That means these new employees will be focused for the most part on the small business people of this nation, hoping to squeeze more money out of them. These are people that own things like small stores, a dry cleaner, plumbers, electricians, etc. Most of them do not earn over 400000 but they will be the target of the new IRS employees. But that's not what you will hear Democrats say. They will talk about taxing the rich and making them pay their fair share. I always laugh at that term because you never hear them say exactly what fair share is in reality. Using the latest data, the top 10% of earners pay just over 70% of the income tax. And this is an increase over the previous year. And here's another statistic that gets your attention. In 2020, over 100 million households paid no federal income tax. Zero. That was 61% of all taxpayers. Now, part of that number was due to the pandemic and the federal stimulus checks passed out. But on average, that number hovers near the 45% mark. And that's simply too high since those citizens have no skin in the game. But this will be up to the voters in November. Do you want to elect people that would increase everyone's taxes? Don't be fooled by their claims they won't increase your taxes. I remember years ago, sitting in the Republican cloakroom just off the Senate floor. The door opens and in walks Senator Russell Long, a Democrat from Louisiana and chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, the Tax Committee in the Senate. Bob Dole looked at him and said, wrong room, Russell. Long looked back at Dole and said he was hiding out from his colleagues on his side. They all said to him, don't tax him, don't tax me, tax that man behind the tree. We all laughed and realized what he meant. Everyone wants someone else to be taxed, not them, or in this case, their constituents. A point in case is the current cap on the state and local tax deduction, otherwise known as SALT. The high tax state members of Congress don't like that cap of $10,000. Now, these are the same Democrats that want the, quote, wealthy to pay their fair share. Remember what I said about those not using the standard deduction. These are the wealthy in states like New York, New Jersey, Illinois, and California. They're similar to what Russell was along with saying, tax the wealthy, but not my wealthy. One more thing I want to point out today. Nancy Pelosi has delayed the vote on the Schumer Mansion bill, the tax and spend bill they passed in the Senate. Could there be trouble in the Democratic ranks that might endanger passage? I suspect it will pass in the House, but the progressives, progressives are angry about the removal of the carried interest provision, and some are angry about not limiting the cap on the SALT deductions. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.